Life Action Ministries presents Base Camp Adventures. Joe! Joe! There you are. What you need, Jack? You got yourself a visitor. Oh, hello, Miss Cindy. What are you doing here? Thank you, Mountain Man Jack. My pleasure, Miss. See you Sunday? I'll be there. Mountain Man Joe, are you busy? No, just uh, waiting for a friend. I'm giving him a ride to the city. Well, do you know my role at Mountainside Chapel? You're in charge of the children's stuff, right? Right, from babies to middle school. And I need your help. We're going to start a new class on Wednesday nights, a discipleship class for middle school boys, and your name came up in a discussion of who we could get to teach it. Me? Pretty sure it's you that we're talking about. Aren't too many Mountain Man Joes around here. Yeah, I'm pretty much the only one, but... uh... I hear you get along well with kids, and I also hear you're smart and know your Bible. Well, I don't know who would say that. One of our volunteers helps up here at base camp every once in a while. He was impressed. Listen, you don't want me teaching boys about God. I, I, I just, I can help out with the camping basics. I'll help with knot tying. I'll help with leaf identification. I'll help with making those things with the two sticks crossed together and wrapped in yarn. God's eyes? Sure, whatever they're called. You know, we haven't done yarn crafts in a very long time. Kids are more into duct tape crafts these days. Duct tape, yarn, even belly button lint. I'll help with it, but... You don't want me teaching kids about God right now. I just assumed, since you're Mountain Man Jack's brother, that you... Miss Cindy, look, ever since Alexander... Let's just say, an old friend gave me a visit, and I've got things that need dealing with. Things that don't make me the best person to help kids get closer to God. Oh, okay. You need someone more like Jack. Someone who's a a better man than me. Very well. I... Mountain Man Joe, I hope you don't take this the wrong way. I feel like I need to say something. Miss Cindy... I'll teach camping and climbing and hiking anytime. Knots, leaves, yarn, duct tape, even belly Belly button button lint. Sure, I understand what you're saying. But what I was going to say is this, and I don't normally do this kind of thing, but I feel the Lord prompting me to step out here. It sounds like you've got something in your life that needs taking care of, that's getting in the way of your relationship with God. It sounds like it has something to do with this old friend you mentioned. Alexander, I think you said? Miss Cindy, it's really none of your business. You might be right, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think you know exactly what you're supposed to do, and you aren't doing it. Because when we allow something between us and God, it also affects our relationship with others. Those boys could use you in that class, but it sounds like you need to make things right between you and God, and perhaps you and Alexander. Hello, Mountain Man Joe. Oh, hi, Miss Cindy. Albert, so good to see you. Mountain Man Joe, you ready to go? I'm ready. More than ready. If I overstepped, I'm sorry. But I'll be praying for you, Mountain Man Joe, and I'll be praying for this Alexander person, too. I'll be praying that somehow God reveals to you what you need to do and that you have the courage to follow him. You're far more valuable than teaching kids about belly button lint. Uh, uh, thanks. Goodbye. Come on, Albert. Truck's over this way. Bye, Miss Cindy. We're going over into the city. Have fun, you two. Belly button lint? It's a long story. Let's go. 
express how thankful I am for this favor you are doing for me, but I will try. I am truly thankful, genuinely grateful, absolutely appreciative. I get the idea, Albert. What I don't get is why it's so important for you to go into the city today. Any other Wednesday, I could be content to wait, but this Wednesday is special. Yes, so you've said. About 46 times. Well, let me make it 47. This Wednesday, something is happening that has never happened in my life. Today, there is a new Red Zero in the Gauntlet Guardian's comic book. Again, I know. I just don't get it. You get new comic books all the time. This one is not just a new comic book. You see, when my uncle moved to Alaska a few years ago, he gave me his comic book collection. That's how I got into comics. There were a bunch of comics in there from before I was born. Armor Quest, Time Flies, Samurai Surfer Squirrels from Space, and Red Zero and the Gauntlet Guardians. Still not understanding the excitement. I'm building up to it for dramatic effect. You see, Red Zero and the Gauntlet Guardians was a comic book from the old days, back in the 80s. The old days, huh? Yeah, long time ago. It's the story of Earth's protectors, the Gauntlet Guardians, heroes with powerful super gloves that gave them special armor and weapons. It was created by my favorite comic book writer, Aiden Bentley. For three years, 36 issues, he wrote about the adventures of the greatest guardian, Red Zero. In the first issue, he became a Gauntlet Guardian cadet, and over the next three years, he became the best Gauntlet Guardian on Earth even becoming a trainer of new guardians. Until, in the final issue, he saved the Earth from the evil Mechoid Master. And then, after issue 36, the book was canceled and Bentley never wrote another Gauntlet Guardian story ever, ever again. Really? That's too bad. Yeah, the rumor was he sold Red Zero and the Gauntlet Guardians to a major motion picture company who planned to make a big budget movie. The movie never happened, and the book faded away from people's memory. Existing only in the collections of Gauntlet Guardian fans like my uncle. And now you. Yes, my uncle loved Gauntlet Guardians and he passed that love on to me. I've read and reread those 36 issues many times. But today. Today? I finally get to read a new Gauntlet Guardian adventure Red Zero Returns! And that is why I am eternally indebted, ultimately obliged, endlessly beholden, overflowing with gratitude. Do they have it? Do they have it? I think I see it. That's it! That's it! Three dollars and ninety-nine cents! Can you put a price on the triumphant return of one of comics book's greatest forgotten heroes? Apparently you can And that price is $3.99. I remember when comics were a dollar. Yes, but that was in the old days. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Hello, dudes. Welcome to the Comic Books and Collectibles Commissary. I'm Conroy, your comic book comrade, and I'll be your guide to the four-color paradise that is sequential storytelling. Can I help you? Yes, I want to buy this comic book, please. You'll have to forgive him. He's a bit excited. He has every right to be, dude. Do you know what this comic is? Yes. Yes, I do. Dude, man, did you know we had Aiden Bentley come here in this very comic book shop to do a signing of issue 36 way back in 87, dude? Oh, man, I wish I could have been there. He's my favorite. It was pretty cool, dude, pretty cool. After the book was canceled, he quit writing comics. Forever, he said. But I read in an interview that he was finally coming back because he felt like he had more stories he just had to share. 
He couldn't help himself, dude. And now you, you hold it in your hands. I know, I know. Oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Would you like a bag and board to seal your comic and keep it in mint condition? What? No way. Comics are for reading. Dude, after my own heart. Should I wait until we get back to base camp? Albert, just go ahead and read it. You've been asking me that question for the last ten minutes. I just feel like there's something very special about this moment. Well, I'm here to share the moment with you. In fact, why don't you read it to me? I'd love to hear the story of Zero Man and the Glove Guards. Red Zero and the Gauntlet Guardians. Thirty years ago, he saved the Earth from robot invaders. I can't wait to see what he does next. Me too, Albert. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, man, oh, man, I can't believe I'm opening it. Ooh, nice splash page of the Gauntlet Guardians in action. Look at this! I'm driving, Albert. I can't really look. Oh, right. Well, here's how it starts. The Earth, home to billions of people. People who want to live their lives in peace and safety. And also home to dozens of men and women who want to give them that peace and safety. The Gauntlet Guardians. Guardians, Guardians. They live among us, your neighbor perhaps, or the man down the street, or the woman across town. And when danger rises up, they put on their power gauntlet and power up their energy armor and swords. Around the world, they wait until they are needed. The city of Sunny Bridge. There was a time when this city was home to one of the greatest Gauntlet Guardian heroes. But this is not that time, for the Gauntlet Guardian of Sunny Bridge has not been seen in decades. Hey, that's not what I want to read. What do you mean? Sunny Bridge is the home of Red Zero, but this says he hasn't been seen in decades. I wanted to read about his next adventure. Well, Albert, why don't you just continue reading? Find out why he went away, maybe. I guess so. Let's see. Yes, Sunny Bridge has what every other city has. All buildings and traffic, schools and stores, banks and restaurants, churches and parks, houses and apartments. But this city also has some secrets, both good and bad. And there are some who are about to learn what those secrets are. tight. I want to be the first one there. I want to shoot a few practice shots before the other kids get there. Ellen, no worries. Carter said 6 o'clock. It's only 5.30. I know, but I like to be early. Only to the things you actually want to do. What's that supposed to mean? Just that I don't think you've gotten to school on time once this year. That's not true. Really? Yeah, I made it to school on time. Once. Look, technically I'm not late to things. Technically, I'm on time. I just get distracted. Right, like the time you're distracted by Bigfoot's footprints? They were the perfect size and shape. In the parking lot of Beefy Burger? Who knows? It's possible Bigfoot likes a burger every once in a while. Or is it possible your imagination runs away with you sometimes? That too. Ty, what's that truck doing? That's not cool. It's parked right in front of the gate to the basketball court. I'm sure we can get around it. Or maybe not. He's parked right next to the fence. Where are you going? I'm just going to ask the driver to move the truck. I'm sure he wouldn't... What's wrong? Ty, that driver, he's not real. He's like a 
Like a mannequin or something. Why would someone put a mannequin in the driver's seat of a parked truck? I don't know. Hey, Ty. Ellen. Hey, Brian. Hi, Brian. Uh, sorry about the truck. We'll need to go around to the other side of the court and... What truck? That truck right there. Uh, I don't see anything. Hey, let's play horse until everyone else gets here. Ty, it was here, right? Yeah, it was. The next day at Sunnybridge Junior High. Ty! Ty! Wait up! Ellen, what are you doing here? School doesn't start for another five minutes. Ha ha. It's funny, because it's true. Okay, fine. Maybe a little. I wanted to talk to you about that truck last night. You mean the truck that... That disappeared. Yeah, that one. I was going to say... You mean the truck that drove away quietly and quickly? Disappeared with a fake driver. I think I know what the deal was. This'll be good. I was on a superhero theory website last night. Your mom lets you go on those? Yeah, she goes on them with me, actually. She's totally into it. This explains so much. Anyway, people have been reporting weird stuff like that all over the Tri-City area for the last month or so. Really? Yeah, I saw eight reports on that website alone. Eight? Three reports from people who saw vehicles driving around with fake drivers. And five reports of vehicles with fake drivers that were there one moment, and the next moment they were gone. Excuse me, kids. Watch your step. I just mopped here. Oh, thank you. Uh, thanks. Ellen? Hello? Ellen? This is Ground Control calling Ellen. You seem to have drifted into space. What? Oh, do you know who that man is? The janitor? Yeah. Yes, he's the janitor. I know that. I've never seen him before, but he looks so familiar. Yeah, because he's the janitor. No, not that. Warning bell. We have three minutes to get to class. Right. Excuse me, sir. Can I help you with something? You're not a janitor, are you? <laughs> well, well, if I'm not, then that's a relief, because I was about to go in and clean the boys' restroom, and I was not looking forward to it. Who are you? Shouldn't you be in class? Yes. So why aren't you? You might as well tell me who you are. I'm going to figure it out. Excuse me? Look, miss, I have work to do. And so do I, if you're not going to just tell me now. I know I've seen that face before. Later, that afternoon. Mom, I'm home. Ty's with me. Do you have any cookies? Can we use the computer? Hi, Ellen. Hi, Ty. Cookies are in the container on the top of the fridge. What are you using it for? Are they chocolate chip? I need to look something up on that superhero theory website. Yes. Homemade and okay. Go get the cookies. I'll get the laptop. What do you want to show me again? The answer to the mystery. Which one? The janitor mystery. Oh, come on. This again? Can you remind me again why I hang out with you? Well, probably my quick wit, my cute but quirky personality, and my general all-around awesomeness. Is there a fourth choice? My comic book collection. Maybe. Or maybe it's your mom's cookies. Here! There! Look it! Look it! Look it! Yep, I knew it. Whoa, is that one of the Gauntlet Guardians? Those guys are awesome. 
Energy swords, power shields, force field armor. Well, this guy used to be stationed in our area. Really? We had a guardian around here? Yeah, this is Red Zero. Red Zero? But the energy around him is yellow. All of them have yellow energy for their gauntlet shields and armor and sword. Red Zero is his code name. I think the colors designated in the region they are assigned to, red is around here. They gave him the number zero because he was the first gauntlet guardian assigned to the area. Why didn't they just go with one? I don't know. I just know the theories people talk about on the website. It'd be so awesome to be a gauntlet guardian, flying around and saving people and defending people with those powerful weapons. But why are we looking at this? Look closer at the face. It's hard to see with the energy helmet around his head. Look closely and tell me if you recognize who that is. Not seeing it. Imagine him with a scruffy beard and glasses. Oh, Ellen, come on. Fine. You don't see it now, but you will. Where are you going? Grab a cookie. We're going for a walk. What? Mom, Ty and me are going for a walk. That okay? Where are you going? We're going to talk to our school janitor and find out why he's not a superhero anymore. Okay, be back by dinner time. Be careful crossing the street and take some cookies. We will. And we will, and we did! Let's go. Remind me again why I hang out with you. Five blocks away, Ty and Ellen approach the front door of a small house on a small street. I'll do the talking. Your moral support. This is just about the goofiest thing we've ever done. This is goofier than the time you thought there was an alligator in your kiddie pool. It could have been an alligator. It was a kitten that got stuck under a toy boat. So I was wrong, but we rescued the kitten, right? True. Listen, kids, I'm not interested in buying it. Hi. Oh, it's you. Hi. I told you I'd figure out who you are. Listen, kid, whatever you figured out, it's not who I am. You, sir, are Red Zero, the gauntlet guardian stationed in the northern Midwest area of the United States. Young lady, I I am not a gauntlet guardian. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm... Why am I arguing with you? Kids, please, just go away. Fine. Gauntlet Guardians stand for truth and justice, so I'll accept you're telling the truth. Thank you. You're not a Gauntlet Guardian now, but you were. Why did you give it up? Young lady... Don't you miss it? The adventures and helping people and solving mysteries? I'm in the middle of solving my own mystery right now. I'm just going to close my door now. Vehicles that drive around, but the drivers are fake. There's no one controlling them. What did you say? I saw one myself, but I'm not the only one and... Where? Where did you see it? By the basketball court downtown. Uh, you two need to leave. Now. But... I think I figured out why I hang out with you. Your crazy ideas are almost always wrong, but life with you is almost always exciting. I'm not wrong. Let's go home, huh? I'm right. He's trying to hide it. I knew it. He was a gauntlet guardian. Red Zero. I know it. Ty, I know you think my imagination goes a bit out of control sometimes. Yes. Yes, I do. Don't be obvious about it, but I'd like you to look behind us. Is there a car following us? Or is it just my imagination? There is a pickup truck driving very slowly behind us. What does the driver look like? Is he moving his head? Are his hands on the wheel? That's weird. No, they aren't. 
It's a fake driver, isn't it? Yes. Well, it was. I can't see the driver now. It just sank into the seat. Ellen, did those people on that website say anything about cars with fake drivers transforming? You mean splitting apart and sprouting arms and legs and a head? Yeah, that's what I mean. Turning into a truck monster with claws and four legs and spooky headlight eyes? No, no one said anything about that. Ty? Yes, Ellen? I think we'd better run. Yes, Ellen. Go! Where are we going? To Red Zero's house. He's bound to help us now. Should we knock? I guess not. Come on! Get in here, kids. Mr. Janitor? Red Zero! I didn't think they'd be so bold. What's happening? They know. They know you know. Know what? That they aren't just regular cars and trucks. And they must know that you know. This. What's in that box? Oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man! The gauntlets! The power gauntlets of the gauntlet guardians! He is Red Zero! Was. I was Red Zero. You see, in my last battle, when Dr. Negatronia tried to take over the Earth with his army of robotic monster vehicles... Wait, you're saying an army of evil robotic vehicles tried to take over the Earth before? Yeah. They're called mechoids, and you don't know about them because we stopped the invasion. But the Gauntlet Guardians did not approve of my actions in that situation, so they kicked me out. So put on your gauntlets and fight that truck monster, Red! I can't! My gauntlets were depowered by the Guardian Commanders. What? Ah! That robot monster thing is smashing through the wall of your house. Someone needs to do something. Trust me, I will. Red Zero to Guardian Command. Red Zero to Guardian Command. Hurry! To the back of the house! We can go out the back door! Yes! Run, kids! Run! Let's get out of here! This is Gauntlet Command. RJ, is that you? It is! No time for small talk. I need the gauntlets unlocked. It's getting closer! Scan my house. I have a mechoid in aggressive action against me and two children who need my help. Look out! The ceiling's coming down on us! We're doomed! Hurry! Ellen? Yeah? There, there's a bubble of energy around us. Ha ha! It worked! Do you know what this means? Gauntlet Guardian, I have waited a long time for this. It means there's still a truck monster trying to get us. It means you're Red Zero again! Not exactly. But it does mean I can do this! Power Blast! It also means my house is destroyed. Gauntlet Guardian, I have come in the name of my creator and programmer, the great Dr. Negatronia. Stop! Leave the children out of this. I'm sorry, Red Zero. We let them right to you. Don't worry about that, kid. After all these years, I can't believe I finally have you. What is it? They're basically remote-controlled robots, programmed by my arch-enemy, Dr. Negatronia. Apparently, this one was programmed to find me. That's impossible. The young humans are witnesses and must be taken as well. Nope. Sorry. They're under my protection, mechoid. You still don't know what you are facing, do you? 
You think Dr. Negatronia is still out there, lost on a cold and lifeless rock, don't you? You can't be here. It's impossible. Oh, you are correct. I'm not there, but some of my mechoids still are there, and I was able to take control of them. And now, you will either power down your gauntlets, or I will command this unit to power up to the full capacity. That doesn't sound good. I knew we should have stayed at your house and ate cookies and read comic books. Oh man, you put that shield up just in time. I will not stop until I have you in my Mechowitz clutches. I will never stop after what you did to me. Sword Nice one! That robot really doesn't like you. It's not the robot. It's the robot's controller. He still hasn't forgiven me for... for something I did a long time ago. Something you did? Something you did? You ruined my life! You were trying to take over the world! I was trying to make the world a better place! Remove all crime, all wrongdoing, all evil! And you punished me, Red Zero, in the worst way possible. You wronged me, and now I will have my justice. I will have my revenge! What did you do to him? Tell these children, Red Zero. Tell these little ones who look up to you what you did to me. Dr. Negatronia had his mechoid robots in disguise as cars and trucks, ready to send them out into the world to overthrow the governments, starting with the United States. I truly did want to stop all crime and war and the bad things that make the world a bad place to live. It would have never worked out. I know that. Now, I've had time to think about it. It was a foolish plan, and I was blinded by my pride. But you were blinded by your anger against me. I was the leader of a group of guardians who were sent to stop him. I found his secret base in Antarctica. And as we fought his robot monsters, one by one my team got hurt and had to drop out of the mission. I was the only one left when I finally got to Dr. Negatronius' control center. I accessed his computers, reprogrammed the mechoids to turn against him. And then... Against the orders of your leaders, you sent me away. You launched my secret base into a wormhole and sent me and my mechoids, who are now no longer my servants but my jailers, to an empty planet on a faraway star. And I'm still here, alone, except for the mechoids who you programmed against me. I just wanted to make sure you never hurt another person again. You were trying to take over the world. You hurt everyone on my team. But the Gauntlet Guardians believe in justice and rehabilitation. When I sent Dr. Negatronia into space, there was no chance for him to have a trial or to get help or change. I did it in anger. I did it out of revenge. Now I'm stuck here and can never return. If you had let me be arrested by the Gauntlet Guardians, I would have seen the error of my ways and done time in jail. Here? Oh, I've seen that I was wrong. I've had two thoughts. My first thought. I was wrong to use my technology like I did. I was not helping the world with my plan. If I really wanted to do good in the world, I should have focused on helping, not controlling. Ty, Red Zero, look! My second thought? Now I want to use my technology for just one thing. Revenge on you! I can't get myself back there, but I've been able to take control of all the mechoids. And that includes the mechoids that were left behind on Earth. 
I took control of a couple of mechoids at first, and I had them repair the others. I'm creating an army of mechoids, Red Zero. Uh, there's two more mechoids, Red Zero. Uh, sir? Yes. I didn't just want to tell your story to these children so they would know what you did to me. I was stalling for time so I could attack you with three mechoids at once! Shield up! Here's what's gonna happen, kids. I have to put the shield down if I'm gonna stop this thing. I'm gonna tell you when, and when I do, you need to run. Fast. What are you going to do? You'll see. Run! Rocket boots, launch! Power sword, activate! Yeah! You did it! I... I did. Dr. Negatronia, I... I'm so sorry. I was wrong. Red Zero, I will come after you. I will not stop. And I will never stop until I can get you back here. Kids, go home. But... I have something I need to do, and it's waited too long. I spent all this time hiding from my mistake instead of working to fix it. I did a small thing, and now it's grown into something so much worse. It's put me in this place, hiding from who I used to be and who I really should be. And it put him in that place, alone and isolated. Go home. Red Zero to Guardian Command. Red Zero to Guardian Command. Come in. Later, at Ellen's house... Ellen, somehow, reading your comics isn't as exciting after we just lived an adventure like what happened yesterday. Yeah, the real thing was a lot more exciting. And scarier. Mom, someone's at the door! You want me to answer it or you? I'll get it! Oh, it's you, Mr. Red Zero, sir. Hi, Ellen. Who's that? A gauntlet guardian commander. Commander Blue 20. You can call me Bill. Red Zero, your gauntlets are still powered up and you're in uniform. I even shaved. They they let me back in. They did? Really? They did. I went to the Gauntlet Guardian base on the moon. Your base is on the moon? That's so cool. <laughs> it is, Ty. It is very cool. And I explained what happened and what I want to do about it. And they let me back in because... Because we'd been waiting for him to finally make this decision. The Gauntlet Guardians are going to help me get Dr. Negatronia back to Earth. No matter what it takes. Even though he hates you and wants revenge on you? I wronged him. I want to make it right. Even if he hates me and wants revenge on me. But that's not why we're here, young lady. Why are you here? You know that one of my jobs with the Guardians was to train new recruits? Well, they've assigned that to me again. And I'd like to give something to you and to your friend Ty. Me? What do you want to give me? These. But those... Those... Those are gauntlets! We think the two of you would make excellent recruits for the Gauntlet Guardians. Mom, I think I'm being recruited into a superpowered planetary protection force. That's great, dear. Let's be home for supper. Mailman Joe, he's back. Red Zero is back. Yes. Yes, he is. Wow. I never thought that he might be hurting people. I just thought he was being clever and defeating bad guys. Yeah. But I'm so glad that he fixed it. It may have taken a few years of carrying around those guilty feelings, but he finally talked to them and apologized and made things right. Yup. 
It couldn't have been easy, especially after all that time had passed. No, it couldn't have been easy. But he did the right thing, and it really helped him. And we're back at base camp, finally. Uh, Why don't you go read your comic again? Yeah, thanks, Mountain Man Joe. (sighs) No, Albert. Thank you. For what? Maybe I'll explain someday. Oh, okay. (sighs) Now I've got something I need to do. Can it be as easy as it is in a story? To just admit you've done something wrong? Hello? Hello, Alexander? It's Joe. We need to talk. Yeah, I think we do. Albert's comic book sure sounds exciting. I can't wait to go pick up a copy of my own. You know, Red Zero was kind of like Mountain Man Joe in some ways. Red Zero used to be a great hero, but then after a bad decision, he stopped being who he was meant to be. By not obeying what the Bible says and clearing his conscience, Joe is doing the same thing. He's not being the man God wants him to be. He needs to be like Red Zero and come to his senses. Start doing what's right again and get back to totally obeying the Lord. There's a word for that kind of thing. It's called revival. It's when a Christian who has slacked off in following God is reminded of how they're really supposed to be living and they return to who they're meant to be. If that's you today, I hope you'll be like Red Zero too. He returned to being the hero he was meant to be and I hope you decide to return to following Jesus in every area of your life. Well, that's all for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. For more fun from the world of Basecamp, ask a parent and check out our website at lifeaction.org Basecamp, where you can find free coloring pages, additional audio dramas, and more. The Return of Red Zero was written by Ben Avery, with direction and sound design by Evan David, Hugh Duncan, Phil Krause, Tom Mathis, and John Reeford. Our vocal talent included Ben and Tim Avery, Evan David, Alyssa Farrell, Meredith Miller, Sean and Nathan Holtgren, Abe Krause, and Rich Lee. Our executive producer was Aaron Paulus, and I'm Megan, hoping you'll join us next time for another Base Camp Adventure.